ladies and gentlemen, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, wherein two early 40s curmudgeons take a good hard look at pop culture phenomenon and stare down the prospect of their fastly impending entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host. My name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular. And with me is... Yo Soy, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Bill. And here we are today, the pop culture phenomenon we're looking at very timely, arguably the hottest video game of the moment. It is Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite or perhaps... Two weeks. To be Two weeks. more specific... Two weeks. I didn't know that until a few years ago. For some yes. reason, I didn't know what that word meant, and I had to look it up. Fortnite. I, I, I don't know why it's called that, but I don't know why a lot of things. Uh, Fortnite, or perhaps more specifically, a uh, variant of the game called Fortnite Battle Royal. Fortnite is a massive video game sensation, the project of Epic Games, which is an American video game company best known for series such as Gears of War and Unreal, co-made with a Polish video game company called People Can Fly. That is a strange name, but maybe it makes more sense in Polish. The plot of Fortnite is a mysterious storm has wiped out the majority of humanity, and you, the player, are a rare survivor attempting to ward off uh, threatening zombie husks, they're called, via scavenging weapons, uh, as well as trying to find supplies to build fortifications to keep you safe from not only the impending hordes, but also your fellow players. The founder of Epic Games has described it as a cross between Left 4 Dead, a more traditional let's-shoot-things-kill-zombie games, and Minecraft, which is uh, described as a sandbox game where you're basically just playing around, developing your own objectives, building things, assembling things. The game was released then. It was a free game. They make their money off uh, many microtransactions in which people buy upgrades, new skills, new equipment, etc. And you parachute down onto an ever-changing play area, a map, and uh, you play alone or with friends, and up to 100 people are playing. And not only are you threatened by the zombies, but you are trying to kill other players as the terrain shrinks upon you. And the goal, of course, is to survive in the ever-shrinking zone. So within two weeks of Battle Royal uh, premiering, 10 million people were playing. They now stand at approximately 45 million people. In February, uh, it earned $126 million, which especially impressive considering it's free-to-play. That's all on those microtransactions. It is widely watched on YouTube, played by many uh, influential YouTube gamers, including Tyler Ninja Blevins, who earns $500,000 a month playing Fortnite on YouTube. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Can you believe this? It makes sense? Nothing makes sense. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Fortnite, Bill Scurry, uh, what do you think of this game, my friend? This video game sensation. Well, I think the game episodes of our show are always the sort of uh, bridge too far for a lot of people, just because I know <laughs> a, a lot of A our, lot of people meaning me. A lot of, yeah, so the Noah Tarnas of the world, but also the, uh, the, the, the Amanda the Swabies of the world and, and, yeah. and some of our other li- regular I don't get it's aren't really playing around with this they're not really this isn't their no. thing if, if-
if maybe they've yeah. even heard of it, maybe they haven't. Like I think the last game we did was um, Hearthstone, or did we do another one after that? Is this we, the only the only things I think we've done like this Hearthstone, which is very different game. Yeah. And then we did uh, well, we did video game playthroughs. Yeah, that's a little which different. I was reminded of because I watched a lot more of these in preparation for this. So dear Lord, I yeah. hate those. But go that's, ahead. Yeah, that's a cultural thing. This is actual the, the mechanics of a game. I, I know that for instance, one of our listeners, Aaron Chang, is a big gamer, and the two of us we get up together we, we talk about uh, the kind of games we play but it's like either you're in or you're out with it so i had a weird reaction to this because this is either the world's least stinging pan or it's the most soft thumbs up it's like i had such a weird reaction just because this game i can't kind of complain about the game the game is exactly what it sets out to be it the mold of it is something exactly popular it's very zeitgeisty and that this is the kind of thing they're making however 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 I don't play this kind of game. I just, there's two things here that's going on. First of all, that there's not a quest based like mission objective. So there's not like a right. linear story. There's a situation, there's, right. a, cir- there's a circumstance, right. but there isn't a, na- a linear narrative, which. Okay, right. I'm already out of it. And the second thing is this game relies on PvP, player versus player, right? And that is a thing in... It, it, it doesn't work for a shut-in like you, my friend. It uh, Well, I don't want to be challenged. I want to play against the AI. I don't want to play against a human being. And usually right. games that you're playing against other people are a very slim mold. What it is is that you're all on a gigantic, like the sandbox, like this game is, and all you're doing is shooting each other in the head. It's just about getting kills. There's nothing else other than just murder. So you're thing is to find a guy shotgun him dead run around find another guy to shotgun and so you have yeah. one simple objective it's to make another it's like laser tag it's like laser tag <laughs> we were kind of like comparing notes on how long it took to get the game started and i was fucking around with it yesterday i put it on my mac and i put it on my playstation 4 because the mac is very difficult to play this game with a keyboard it's just not intuitive to actually really? run around a game so i put it on my playstation uh... 4 I, but but the thing is, I played each for the same amount of time. I played them for about two and a half minutes apiece before I deleted it off of each. <laughs> because there was no fun. Like, I, I would wait to get yeah. in. You, you, you go in. I forget what it's called. There's like a room, a waiting area, a loading screen where it's trying to put together a batch of people in one game board. So it's like you're, I was waiting, I think, four minutes for the game board to elapse to say, okay, everyone's ready. You're going to get dropped in the same board. I would get dropped in the board. It lasted about a minute 12 before someone came and shot me from long distance with a sniper rifle. <laughs> I did that three times and said, okay, I'm done. That's it. I, I yeah. you know, this is definitely not for me. I don't know how you play these games. I don't know what they're about. Right. I don't know who they're for, but they're very popular. It's just- Well, like, there's a there's a high bar to entry, it sounds like. Yeah, and, something, something like which that. Which is interesting because you played for- five minutes i played for zero minutes yeah, exactly. partly because i couldn't get it loaded on my computer i had to download it a few times and then every time i tried to log in it said unknown error and i'm like fuck this sorry f this sorry jack <laughs> my nephew jack doesn't like when we curse on the show but I, I watched a lot of YouTube playthroughs and I read a bunch of articles. Now, the first thing I did is I read this article on Vox and I like Vox a lot. Like Vox is one of my most trusted news sources. So I trusted it first. And this article, the headline says, it's a shooter game for people who hate shooter games. And they're arguing like, oh, it's got such a low bar of entry because it's got the sandbox element. You're building things, you're being creative and you're kind of putting a lie to that. I'm inclined to agree with you because everything I investigate in this game, I'm really disappointed in Vox because this article reads like a freaking uh, press release. Yeah. You have to be of this game mindset to yeah. play this game. Look, I love games. And that's a, that's a ton of people, clearly. It is. And, and, well, and that's kids, why it's I, children. I, I, well, it's... 
it's man children too. It's man children. Uh, but the thing is, it's like I play a lot of games. I love games. I've always had a game console. Sometimes I've had more than one. And the thing is, I even like games where you're running around with a shotgun chasing like Nazis in Castle Wolfenstein or you're fighting assassins like an Assassin's Creed. I even like playing these games that are hyper-violent masculine fantasies for adolescents. I'm right. not separating myself from that mindset. I'm right up in there. But yeah, which is why you shot up your high school because everyone who plays those oh, games. Oh man, too soon. But you know what though? If they hadn't, uh, uh, you know, I hey, you know what I am they, criticizing here. If they hadn't bothered me, they wouldn't have had it coming to them. That's the difference. Right. Well, they should have come up and said hello. That they should. They should have made friends and he exactly bought me a pen. A pen. And, the, and the teacher should have had guns too because that would <laughs> clear clear backpacks and give guns to the uh, to the gym teacher who hated every child. Yeah, hated every that child. Every but it's like I love playing these games that are filled with violence. It's so, I mean, that's why yeah. I can't sit here and slag on the game because the game is very well done. I mean, the game is, the play is fluid. I mean, the controls are wonky, but I can, I can see what it's meant to be. I just can't actually make it do the thing it's supposed to do. It's like if you gave me a world's greatest tennis racket, I'm like marveling at it and saying, oh, this thing is awesome. Look how well it's put together. And then you'd just be hitting balls past me as I'm shuffling from right to left. Right. It's like, I just can't right. make the thing work. It doesn't mean it doesn't work. It doesn't mean it's not beautiful right. and it's not the best one of, their, of the thing that there is. You probably, I mean, if you were so inclined, you could play not the Battle Royal version with someone else, just a friend, and they could go easy easy on you so you could get some time to, to get a feel for it and get up to speed. Yeah, yeah. In the Battle Royal version, there's some dickhead in Kansas who's just immediately going to find you and shoot you in the head. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they don't care. They're, they're not there to help you learn it. They're there to shoot people. Yeah, they're there to get points to do microtransactions. I watched a video and this guy's like, oh my god, the greatest number of solo kills in Fortnite history! And I'm like, Fortnite history is nine months. Okay. Very impressive. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue with you a little for my very, my very uninformed, not playing Castle Wolfenstein or Assassin's Creed point of view, that I don't think this game accomplishes what it sets out to do. Having been, um, having read the Vox article and how, oh, you're building stuff and it's creative and all that... Like, I don't feel that way because looking at these clips of people playing, like, it doesn't feel smooth to me. It's still, the characters still have that herky-jerky kind of floating thing that I feel like video games characters had in the 80s. Yeah, okay. Right? Okay, yeah. I'll go with so, you. So it doesn't seem smooth to me. And, like, building, like, I was, oh, you, you find bricks and steel and wood and you build stuff and it's... And it's really like a zombie apocalypse because it's like scavenging and all that, but it doesn't because building is just pressing a button. So you see this guy building a ramp as he runs up the ramp. Yeah. It's very divorced from, I mean, I thought the idea was like, it's as close as a video game can get to the actual practical realities of what if you were in a zombie apocalypse? And when I read that, I'm like, oh, I get why this is popular. Tons of people like talking about the zombie apocalypse, thinking about it. Would I survive? What would I do? Where would I hold myself up? How would I live if I were in The Walking Dead? All that. Like, I get the appeal of that. I like zombie stories. I but think about that. That's I mean, not that's not what this is. Minutes. Yeah, that's definitely. But that's not what this is. And that's what I, I was under the impression it would be. It's so not that. The building process is so alien from a real building process. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, no one wants to play a game where you spend hours, like, screw-gunning panels of... Picking out clock know, of, and... Of press board, of, of... What's the word I'm looking for? Particle, plaster particle board, together, board whatever. yeah. Particle board, thank you. Picking out uh, sconces plywood. and I was stuff thinking like plywood. That, yeah. Right, but I'm like, oh, that could be the happy medium, right? No, it's not. It's It might as well not be building. 
Yeah. And it's these ramps, these impossible ramps. And, and I, I guess I watched a few videos like how to build fancy towers. But again, there's so much in the lingua franca of these video games that all these like, here are some tips videos might as well be in Chinese from my point of view because they're using the language of video gamers that is very opaque if you're like me, you're not a video gamer. Yeah. Also, and we talked about this in the video game playthrough episode, these guys are all the same guy and I just can't understand them when they speak. They don't have good communication skills sure yeah so if you're not keyed into their style of communication nothing they say i can process effectively i found this supremely disappointing okay i look I think but you're absolutely you know right. whatever I expected you to i totally thought that's <laughs> uh you know the other thing i think to your point is that this game like so many others is highly self-referential of other games i mean as it is sure it's built on something called the unreal engine which is the gameplay right. mechanism that the you know the sandbox of everybody assassinating each other? All it is, it's just <laughs> another iteration of the same type of game people have been playing since Unreal Tournament 15, 20 years ago. So it, it is merely you know if it's people in the videos that you're listening are relying heavily on the argot uh, right. of these kind of game playing culture. It's because it's essentially more of the same for the same type of people who like. These totally, run, totally. run and gun assassination videos, you know. Uh, if you don't know what Fortnite is, it's just an exploration, exploration, Jesus, if I can speak, uh, base building, survival wave based type game, uh, four person co op, and uh, the four characters are different. There's a ninja, there's a builder, there's an explorer, uh, and they all do different things, of course. All right, Noah, why? Is this Assassination Fest popular? Can you tell me? I, you know, I, I kind of can't. If you're in this world, it's got some magic thing that if you're not in that world, you're not going to understand. Look, it, it caught on with, uh, uh, we say it every time, marketing, marketing, marketing. It caught on with these influencers, these Twitch gamers, these YouTube stars. The guy played the game with Drake. Right place, right time. One thing I did read is that the Battle Royal thing was inspired by uh, a game called Player Unknown Battlegrounds, which was a big popular game last year or two years ago or something. It took them six years to, to come out with the original Fortnite and in like three months to just modify it to make it the Battle Royal version. So they, they struck while the iron was hot. I'm like, yeah, people want the Battle Royale game, let's play it. And I also read this thing that, like, Player Unknown Battlegrounds was going through some, like, upgrades, having some tech problems. So, like, they were right there to swoop in and capitalize on that interest when Player Unknown couldn't. It could just be happenstance, or it could be marketing, or it could be there's some X factor that if you're not part of this milieu, you just can't hope to understand, which means I can't hope to understand it. But... You know, sounds like you're marginally more part of the milieu than I am. So I don't know. What am I missing? I think that it is exactly what you're saying. And I, I feel like what you're you're listening to sounds and, and it, it's not quite clear that what you're hearing is a language because it's just like incomprehensible noises. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as, as salutary as possible to this. I feel like I understand what it is, but it doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah, yeah, this is the moment of gaming we are in, and we have been in, and and I would say that the the most popular form of gaming is like Overwatch, for instance, is this enormously, it's a game that was inspired by World of Warcraft, this, this what do they call it, MMPORG, massively yeah. multiplayer, overland, online, I, online role-playing role game. game, yeah, that had more under the hood 
than, than this does. This is just simply run and gun and kill people. The effect is the same where you're running around in a giant box just killing people. And there's another game right now, that, 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 what is it, uh, Lucasfilm put out a Star Wars game that is pretty much this, just based on every single planet they've ever been to, which pretty much every character really? that's ever been in Star Wars. Yeah, you get to be Luke Skywalker or a Stormtrooper or a Rebel Trooper or Wedge Antilles or Nine Numb, you know, and you will you, you get to run around in Cloud City or you get to run around in that crystal planet of Crate. And it, it's everybody's on the game board and you're just shooting everybody. And it's just a massive... Yeah. Unreal tournament game set in Star Wars. And is there a Star Wars game where you can hang out at the Mos Eisley Cantina? Because that's what yeah. I want. That's what it, that that if they had something like that, I would be I would be there right. for that. I want to cut Walrus Man's arm off, <laughs> and I want to shoot Greedo first, and I want to get insulted by Snaggletooth. But this game is uh, very state of the art, very state of the moment. Shows you how little I know because it doesn't look state of the art to me at all. Well. I mean, it's state of the moment. That's all. I'll, the I'll technology take, in other games are much better. Like the, if you pick up, for instance, coming out in a couple of months, is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2, which is the sequel to one of the best games of all time. This gigantic overland Western, like how the West was won that you're right. playing. I remember Grand hearing Th- about that. Yeah, yeah, Grand Theft Auto style. It was just one of the three best games I've ever played in my life. And that has everything. That has gravity. That has weight. That has cin- cinematic vistas. It has uh, the mechanics of using repeater rifles and things like that. And you actually have to like feed your mm-hmm. fucking horse. Like that's I get to that level of detail. See, that's I what I see. That's what I thought Fortnite would have stuff no. like that. No, no, no. Like, no. all right, you you have to eat. Or you have to bandage up your your leg is you know injured. You have to build a tower so that you can hide from the zombies while you bandage your leg. This is like an arcade stand-up game. This is quite literally yeah. a, a, the gameplay. I, I'm inclined to say is is dumb. I don't mean dumb in a stupid way. I'm saying right. dumb is not. You complex. kill someone and their body fades away. It's like those old uh, kung fu games where you kick a guy in the face and he melts. You know. Like, <laughs> We could also, you know, in the question of why it's popular, we could expand the question, and this is much bigger, is like, why is zombie stories, why are they so popular these days? And that's, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big debate. I mean, I have theories on that, but we might be traveling too far afield. Part of the uh, the appeal to this is that it is the, the game frag yourself in the head, shoot sniper bullet grenade thing. Uh, with the the, the um, instant map building of Minecraft, like you said, you can just essentially right. lay down ramps and walls at the at the push of a button. And then on top of that, you have the flavor of the zombie, which is definitely the cultural right. moment. Flavor of the zombie. Flavor of the. That's zombie. my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite General Foods International coffee brand. Flavor <laughs> of the zombie. I'm gonna go join my teammates. We got. Oh, 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 I see on the map. On the map, it shows red people, green people. So red people must be enemies or something. There's like a red dot right in front of me or right in front of someone. I'm going to go see if that means there's an enemy next to him or not. That's pretty weird. Or maybe it means there's one of my teammates. There's three and then a red. That's real weird. You're meh on the game. If you were a younger gamer, 22 and not 42, would you uh, would you be more enthusiastic about it? Or less enthusiastic about it i think i'd be more enthusiastic but no better at it i mean i have been playing games pretty much continually since i was seven or eight years old since we got an atari back in like 1984 1985 and so so uh, so when you say red dead redemption is one of your three favorite games ever one of the others is et the atari game right yeah et the the, is yars yars revenge et exactly revenge and uh and combat combat it was a terror jesus that was uh, but, demons but, and diamonds 
I don't think I'd be any better at this game. The question is if I'm 20, 22 rather than 42, do I stick with it? Do I sort of try to force it? I mean, even when I was 22, I was playing games like, for instance, Final Fantasy. I was playing games like NHL Hockey. It was a lot of, you know, the tail end of Sega Genesis to the beginning of the Sony PlayStation. And this was not in my uh, wheelhouse. Of course, we didn't have uh, player versus player back then because the games weren't networked. So there was no way to, on, on consoles, at least there was no way to play a game against another human being. You were just playing against the AI of a machine. I mean, I probably would have been dazzled by this just because my brain wouldn't have been able to comprehend what was going on. Because in a way, it's simple, but it's also stunning. It's also enormous. Like, you know, they really did take the time to, to render a world. So the, the level of detail is you can pick through there for weeks if you were so inclined and just keep right, finding I'm detail sure. after detail. It's the gameplay, the actual mechanism of gameplay that is repetitive, I need more than that. I do need to feed my horse water. I don't know. What about what about you with your muted reaction and your, your you know, here, there re- re- relationship with game playing? How do you feel about it? I was never into shooter games like this. I mean, I did like arcade games, but I don't know if I ever told you the story. The moment, the absolute moment, I decided to be a music geek instead of a video game geek. Basically, these friends of my parents asked me, before my bar mitzvah, what do I want for my bar mitzvah? Do I want a Nintendo or do I want a CD player? And I actually like took a moment to think about that. And I went with a CD player because I thought it would more help me pick up girls. Right. Sound and... sound sound logic, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I made the wrong decision. It didn't help me. Pick up girls. <laughs> But it got me on the road to being, I mean, I'm not so much anymore, but for years I was like the music geek, the rock guy. Nah, I just, my brain so doesn't work with games like this. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of exploring and finding new things and there's always something new to find, but like, I don't know, there's just something about this that totally turns me off. So unless I would have been steered on a very different path in life, I just don't see how this game would have become my thing. Now, I know everyone here is probably looking at the title and saying, Fortnite is not dumb. This guy is just salty because he's never won a game. And I'll have you know, okay? I, I've been trying, okay? I've been trying really hard and I've been really, really working on it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think Battle Royale games are very boring. I don't know. It's just my opinion, but the play styles of this kind of game just, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me. I never liked PUBG, never liked H1Z1. And I don't like Fortnite. So, Noah, is this game, which is about a literal apocalypse, a sign thereof in the real world? Uh, No, because it strikes me as a fad. So who cares? It'll be gone next week. Or if not gone, it won't be in a sensation. I was reminded of how video game playthroughs are a sign of the apocalypse. But that's not what we're talking about here. You know, the the abjectly talentless non-celebrities... The fact that someone makes 500 grand, a, a talentless person, he's not talentless. He's good at playing this game. It's not nothing. Fine. But the fact that a, that someone with no communication skills makes $500,000 a month playing this game, uh, that's a sign of the apocalypse. But that's not what we're talking about. I mean, again, until it becomes the guys who, until the, guy, the guys who created this game win the Kennedy Center honors, um, I, <laughs> I can't care. Uh, what do you think? Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. However, we haven't mentioned something so far, which is the cult, not the cult, but the practice of the video gamer, the ones that sit there with their headphones on, and the chatter, 
the sort of um, the stream of consciousness that comes from gamers. Uh, and this is a good ta- good place to talk about it because this game, uh, when, when I put the earphones on last night, and I don't have a microphone, but I can hear the uh, chatter of anybody who's on the pipe, who's inside that game board. So I heard these kids. It was this absolutely spiritually dead. I'm sorry to say this. That this kid was like oh, dead totally. inside. Totally. He was dead oh, inside. These guys are. I told you there are only three guys. There's the white American guy. There's the black American guy, and there's the British guy. Yeah. And they are literally those are the only differences among them. Yeah. And the voice was really unenthused, and the kid could barely yeah. like, ah, right, so I gotta go and kill a guy. And it yeah. was like the, the the language was just so elided all consonants, and it sounded like he was just twirling his tongue around in his mouth to make sounds, and it really had very little. <laughs> Uh, recognition with any sort of language. I know that these are the people who are the most, in, in, by reputation, this is the slime hole of the most racist, <laughs> sexist. Really? Uh, the, are they that bad? Well, this is where the Gamergate people came from. Like, they're not yes. only were they online, they weren't on. They weren't just on 4chan and Reddit. This is where they live. This is their home base. This is their little hobbit hole. They are there calling you f star 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 t you know they are there calling you n star 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 r these kids have no filter they're monsters i, I have no idea what words he's referring to yeah. stars are utterly impenetrable it's like an internet yeah. of voice where all they're there just to insult you when they're sitting back and they're j- jacked up on jolt cola that part to me like as a culture we got to reckon with young boys in internet porn and then young boys yeah. in fucking game game rooms Oh god, he's, he's launching grenades. Look out. Nice, nice, I'm coming. He's behind the rough shit. Nice. I hit him in the fucking- I melted his blue and then he it. I've got two. none. Is your mehness on Fortnite, is that it all rooted in the emotion of jealousy. You know, a little bit. I, I brought up the tennis thing before about not knowing what to do with a racket, but understanding that there's a rule and a certain aptitude. And I, I kind of could feel that way about anything I'm not good at. If, if I try a game and I just blunder at it and I feel like an idiot, it does make me feel angry. It makes me feel stupid. It makes me feel like I get what this oh. is supposed to be, but it's like I can't yeah. fucking do it. And I, it's yeah. like I'm watching a 12-year-old do it better than me. One of the most galling things about going online and playing multiplayer games is being killed by some 12-year-old idiot. <laughs> and it's like, you know he can't read. It's like the kids, the kids never picked up a book by Hemingway. And it's like the one thing he's good at is blowing your face off with a sniper rifle. You know? Well, take comfort in that. He might kick your butt when it comes to a sniper rifle, but he wouldn't be able to buy an apartment in New York City. There you go, man. No, you're not wrong. So that that's that's where it gets me. It's just feeling like, I mean, look, we could spend a whole episode. It's like, why why is that the kind of thing that fills me with some envy? It's like, why do I want to play a game that I just, you know, it's just running around killing people inside forts, you know, with, with either crossbows or shotguns or something like that. It's like... I, I don't want to do that, but just like I want to be able to do it if I wanted to do it, but I don't want to do it. So, you know, it's just, I want to be able to do it if I wanted to do it, but I don't want to, but I don't want to do it. You want to go hang gliding? No, but I would want to if I wanted to. So what about what, what about you? How does this uh, how does this wash out with you? Yeah, I, I'm similar with you in that I, I just can't wrap my head around games like this. 
Uh, we talked about this a little. A lot of modern games, not just video games, but board games, like the modern breed of board games, I find a little opaque. I play I play board games a lot with my nephews, and like they're they have to hold my hand through a lot of this. Although I pick up on them, and we played some game that seemed really confusing to me at first, and I ended up winning. Uh, the jealousy for me, I think, is more acute because I am nominally a game designer. Like mm -hmm. my company produces trivia games yeah so it kind of makes sense that i would be more up on games than most people right also i'm like the worst athlete in the history of mankind mm -hmm. so there's a confidence thing like wow I, I can't play physical games and i can't play mental games you know, <laughs> yeah, what, there is a... where, where does that leave me yeah there is something to that too i suck at chess i'm horrible at poker there's an acute sense with me like both my profession and my lack of skills at other kinds of games that if I'm bad at video games or board games, like I'm bad at everything. So there's definite jealousy. There's also, as always, that, you know, these YouTube Twitch gamer guys, you know, I want to be famous or I wanted to be famous and they are and I'm not. And I'm better than them. So, yes, there is jealousy there. So I think that closes us out. Uh, we've talked about just about every bit of this phenomenon as we possibly can. Um, if yes. you want to go back and find past episodes of our show, look on iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud Google Play, SoundCloud. and Stitcher. SoundCloud. And uh, uh, as a bit of a programming note, we're taking an off week next week, as we want to do because of our schedules. So if you want, uh, you can go back to one, uh, either go back to one of our greatest hits. Uh, they, 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 believe me, the more you listen to them, they have layers, they have levels. You know, it works, it works on. You get something different out of it the second time. What is our most downloaded episode, Bill? I think it might be Bruno Mars or ASMR, really? one of the two of those things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. ASMR. I believe really? ASMR. Yeah, it found its it found its level. <laughs> People were looking for ASMR because it's a, it's a niche of a niche, which I'm I'm glad. I'm proud yes. of that one. I'm not you know it was as good as any other episode, but I'm proud that people found it. Everyone of, likes pickle chomping. Everyone likes pickle chomping. Everyone's pickle chomping. Also, uh, yeah. right, because I'm not, we're not going to be doing a show, but I'm guest starring next week on my good friend James Hancock's podcast, Wrong Real about uh, film culture, and I've been on a show a bunch of times. I am talking about a 40-year celebration of the career of Jamie Lee Curtis, one of our favorite American treasures. So um, uh, that's going to be all over the Twitters and the internets and whatnot, so look for that. That's a bit of a longer thing. That's probably going to be about a two-hour show, I'm saying. If you like what you hear in this place, me and Hancock like to rip it up and have a nice ranging discussion of something like Jamie Lee Curtis, who I think everyone can get behind because she's just one of our great dear American treasures. In the meanwhile, you can tweet to this show, at Noah and Bill's show, or more likely, tweet to us individually, because I think that's where most of our social media hits. I'm at William Scurry, uh, in particular on Twitter, and that's where we get most of our business. You can write to us old-fashioned on uh, you know, Noah and Bill don't get it at gmail.com. And we also have a website, which no one goes to, but the episodes are there, too, at I Don't Get It Podcast. Noah Tarno, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, as always, bigquizthing.com, America's premier providers of corporate and private trivia entertainment we uh we just hired a new host in chicago so we're making a play for that city we do these days we do about maybe four events a year in the chicago area and we're looking to increase that so hey if you're in chicago and you like trivia and you want to hire us you cannot possibly do any better 
So BigQuizThing.com. And I'm on Twitter at Noah Tarno and uh, at BigQuizThing, of course. He's good. Does a good tweet. You guys, should, if you're not following us, you should follow us. Noah's got some good Thank ones. You. He's a good. He's a good power Thank Twitter you. user. Everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm power, maybe not <laughs> in your mind, my friend. All right, so uh, we're gonna go build a fort and then snipe some zombies. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, have we'll, fun. We'll see you in two weeks, everybody. Where we will continue to not understand or comprehend it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises, 2018.